What's going on, people? Dean Kulawira here. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's segment of the Practical Job Search Podcast. Now, I'm going to make today's segment real quick because I just wanted to share with you really quickly three tips I want you to keep in mind for your job interviews. Now, before I get into the, get into the t- three tips, do not be fooled by the simplistic and somewhat basic and maybe obvious nature of these tips. Because these three tips that I'm going to share with you folks today is based on feedback that I've received from hiring teams over my like eight plus years in, in the staffing industry. All right. And th- this feedback is like some of the most common mistakes that people make at their interviews. And oftentimes a lot of you and a lot of people out there, a lot of candidates out there, including those that I've represented, do not realize that they're making these re- mistakes. Right. And look, if you're making these mistakes, don't feel bad. Don't don't like punch yourself in the face or anything like that. Uh, but you need to take note of these and be conscious of these mistakes, th- these three basic mistakes that you might be making. Adjust them because even though they, they might seem really simple and basic, right? Uh, it will make a huge difference. It will, it will make a huge difference in how you effectively respond to interview questions. So anyway, uh, before I start rambling on and on about that, here are the three tips. All right, tip number one, make sure when you're responding to the question that you are responding to the question. Right. And what I mean by this is do not veer way off topic. Some of you, when you're responding to questions, maybe you're excited, maybe you're enthusiastic, you're you're really eager, you're nervous, you're and you're anxious and all that stuff. So it's completely normal for this to happen. But as much as possible, you want to make sure that you're getting back in line and you're responding to the actual question being asked. Uh, and if you are kind of setting, um, you know, using examples or, or, or veering a little bit off topic in order to set aside some context, just let them know. Right, so that they're not just sitting there and wondering, okay, what the heck is this person talking about? They're talking about goats and sheep and a, and a whole bunch of stuff. Like, what does this have to do with uh, JavaScript? Right. So maybe you're using some kind of metaphor or example or something like that. And if you're doing that, that's fine. Just make sure you're letting them know that. Right. You're setting aside, setting some context up front, and let them know, hey, I'm I'm going to provide you with an example. I know it's going to sound a little bit crazy, but bear with me. But I'm definitely going to be responding to your question. You know, something as simple as that. So anyway, tip number one is make sure you are responding to the question being asked. So listen carefully to the question. Make sure you're actually responding to what is being asked. If you're if you're using you know a little bit of context or metaphors or uh, uh, I don't know some kind of a story and stuff like that, make sure that they know that that's what you're doing. Right? Just give them a little heads up. All right. Now, tip number two is you want to make sure that your responses are not like twenty minute uh, valedictorian speeches. Right. Some of you might be doing this. Uh, the, the interviewer asks you a simple question and, and you go into like this entire speech. You know, it's like that movie, The King's Speech. It kind of reminds me of that, the, the way that some people out there are responding to questions. Uh, now, again, this is no fault of your own directly, but at the same time it is. But what I mean by it's not really your fault is, again, you might be nervous. You might be really excited about this company. Uh, you might simply be really passionate about the topic that they're asking you about. But hey. The interviewer right there, folks, they're going to just, you know, fight, fight, fight the, their eyes closing and falling asleep or something like that. Right. So in order to keep their attention and maintain their attention, you got to make sure, again, you're not you're not falling into the extreme of taking like 10, 15, 20 minutes to respond to every question. And you're talking about a whole bunch of stuff. And, and the risk with that is it comes across as you possibly not knowing yourself. And that's why you're talking about a whole bunch of stuff. 
and veering into into all so many different directions more directions than a compass and and they're sitting there wondering okay you know they're regretting even uh, waking up that morning right so you got to make sure you're not going into this extreme of of too long-winded in your responses right because that can give an indication that you might know not not know what you're talking about and the other the other risk of this is you yourself i mean you're going to be talking about uh, such a whole bunch bunch of various stuff that you forget the actual question being asked and you forget w- what direction you were trying to take with this this whole speech you were getting into right so anyway avoid that that's tip number two avoid that extreme now tip number three is avoid the other extreme you do not want to be too abrupt and vague in your responses all right maybe you're the strong silent type maybe you're uh, you're from a country where people you know say as little as possible maybe that's part of your culture and hey that's fine but if you're in an interview and you're you're in front of this person, this individual, or this this group of people or individuals that are looking to invest money and hire you, they're gonna want to know a bit more detail than simply you know some some one or two word response. So this is the other extreme you want to stay away from. Do not be too abrupt and vague in your responses, right? Where where the person the interviewer has to basically threaten you with a gun in order for you to speak a bit more, right? You don't you don't you don't want to make them feel that way. Uh, because again, this can also give a, give the impression or an indication that you might not know yourself, right? Because then they're thinking, hey, how come this person's being so like vague? It's, it's like I have to force them into expanding on what we're asking. Like, is it because they don't know their stuff? Is it because they don't know about this topic, right? That's what they might want to, they might assume. So anyway, these are the three tips, folks. Uh, keep these in mind. I know these might sound pretty basic and simple and, and simplistic, but... I kid you not, these are the three three most common complaints I've heard from hiring teams whenever I represented a candidate and the feedback was, you know, we're going to pass on this candidate. It's usually typically because of these, these three issues. And it's not that they were being, you know, jerks. It's not that the hiring team was being jerks. It's simply because not, a, not, not, a, not remembering these three tips resulted in the hiring team being unable to really grasp your knowledge or, or the person or the candidate's knowledge in regards to the area that was being asked because they were number one not responding directly to the question being asked so whatever question they asked they didn't get the the response they were looking for or the information that they were looking for uh or the second thing is you know the candidate was going into a whole long-winded speech totally went off topic totally went off track and again the interviewer or the interviewers did not get the response they were looking for or the information the details the examples they were looking for and then the third mistake was of course related tip number three is uh, the other extreme, which is being too abrupt and vague in, 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 in the, to the point that the, the candidate was being too tight-lipped about what they were talking about. And again, gave the impression they didn't know their stuff. And ultimately, again, the interviewer did not get the information, the examples, the knowledge, or, or peek into the expertise of the person sitting in front of them. So this is why these three things might seem very simplistic and basic, but are very, very important. And you got to make sure you're not making these mistakes, folks. Hey, go forth. Conquer the world, slay your interviews. Make sure you keep these tips in mind. Hit me up with a subscribe if you haven't already. And I get notified the next time I release a segment. It's not, it's not the weekend yet, folks. Keep pushing through. Don't give up. Stay positive. Keep taking action. And stay proactive, folks. All right. Hey, Dean Kulawira here, the Practical Job Search Podcast. I'll see you next time.